It's September 17th, 2016, and this is the Turn-Based Attack. Welcome to Turn-Based Attack, episode... Oh, shit. We're back! (laughs) Welcome to Turn-Based Attack, episode 43... Your host this week, myself, Lee, and Rob is here. Yeah, I had to travel to the end of the earth <laughs> to get to your new mansion. <laughs> where? Okay, what part of the city are you living in now? The same. Right next to where you work. Yeah. I don't, there's, there's ways to get here. You can it's take Dougold around the perimeter to Brookside. It's a hour drive. We're in the deep maples here uh, where there's not, it's like a post-apocalypse. There's not another living soul on the street. Uh, but that's just how I like it. So we're in the Ice Palace 3.0, so to speak. I just speak. saw two people walk. You know what, Rob? They uh, were ghosts. They were <laughs> yeah, oh, no. mere echoes of their former oh, selves. Mm. Echo. Just oh, another weird. dolphin. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, so, turn-based attack, you know, we're bringing it back. It's going to be a little more... Uh, did, you, did you bring an ATC? I got a key item prepared. Oh, man. You're ready. You're loaded for bear. I'm loaded for bears. So... The last, uh, the last real drunk, real soon. Real soon. Uh, the last time we recorded a podcast was on July of 2015. Well, a main podcast. We've yeah. done light podcasts since then, and, and kind of caught up on what we've been playing. Uh, but in this case, we have a whole summer of video games to discuss, oh, and we know yeah. all the good video games comes out yeah. in the summer. Uh, wrong. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, let's let's jump right right down into it. Why don't we? Um, shit where do we start so i played a a buttload of destiny over the summer for some reason Mm. until no man's sky came out right uh i I was playing some red dead redemption on xbox one backwards compatible got all for i I don't know what i was doing like a tour of games gone by uh but let's talk about no man's sky let's just get it out of the way i mean but let's yeah okay let's talk about no man's sky so uh, a quick uh, a last minute delay uh pushed this game back into the beginning of august uh rob did you get No Man's Sky? I did. Do you regret getting No Man's Sky? Uh, I don't really regret it. No, I, I don't. I don't think I regret anything. I, don't think I, regret, yeah, I have no regrets. I live my life with no regrets. Yeah. No. Um, Quarter I, mile at a time. I think. Uh, I think that, that it's it's the kind of game where it's like, if you went into it thinking it was going to be a particular way, yeah. then you were just setting yourself up for disappointment. I mean, it's hard not to go into a game thinking it's going to be X or Y. Yeah. Especially when you hear about this, that, and the other thing being in it, you know, uh, like the all the all the features that were allegedly left out of it, um, that were maybe shown in a trailer or or mentioned ambiguously uh, or, by yeah. the game's designer Sean Murray. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, uh, on the one hand, I understand people getting frustrated with the game and regretting or you know seeking uh, refund or something like well, that. Well, that's the thing too. So No Man's Sky is a full price game in Canada. That means it's seventy nine ninety nine. Uh, and this, w- when you first saw the trailers and stuff for it, and you heard the pedigree of the indie studio, you're like, this is going to be a really neat, uh, random world generator, $30 downloadable indie game. Uh, and then you learned that Sony is getting behind it as far as, uh, PR, not PR, but like, uh, promoting it is concerned. Um, it's not a first party Sony game by no stretch of the imagination. Uh, but, but they got involved kind of with the, the advertising push for it because it was an exclusive to them, uh, yeah. and PC and it was coming out in the summer. So they got behind it and, uh, immediately after launch, people are like, Oh, this isn't the game. You don't, you don't do anything in this game. What's the end goal? What's this, that, and the other. Uh, and I always 
thought it was just going to be, you know, when you first fire up a, a, a Minecraft world, yeah. uh, specifically if you play the console version, you only get so much of a biome. So anytime I played, I played the shit out of the Xbox 360 Minecraft. Anytime I started a new world, uh, the the excitement of seeing what it was going to give you is what No Man's Sky is. Yeah, What's over and be, over and over again. It's the it's the excitement of yeah. exploring the unknown. Yeah, and, it's, and that's really all that the game it is. is. It's <laughs> yeah. not. It's not really a. Um, the combat's light. It's not an RPG. Oh, it's not light. a puzzle solving game. Yeah. It's uh, you manage your resources and you explore an endless galaxy. And that, if, if you know, if th- that's what they were trying to deliver, uh, they, they they did it. Yeah. It's you know, but it's not enough for a lot of people because no. they thought they wanted more out of it based on what they had seen. So I mean, and, know, and what they were told. Let's be honest sure. here. Like it comes down like the multiplayer issue. Uh, which oh, I, yeah. I think we've mostly put to bed now is they were always ambiguous of, of whether or not there was going to be multiplayer, mm-hmm. and I I truly believe that they had intended to patch it in before two players met. Yeah. But with the the you know they were saying on the first day there the servers and how much stuff was being uh, you know yeah. uploaded that they didn't expect that many people to play their game. Uh, I think yeah. is is what needs to be said. And I don't know if you know anything about the pre-patch version. The game has a pretty large day one patch. That changes the game drastically, uh, down to how many materials you could originally hold on yourself and in your ship, uh, and and inventory management, uh, you know things to do in the environment and how all those systems work. So if you were playing this game vanilla without the update, that's another strike against this game that they delayed the game, uh, possibly to to change it in these these very drastic ways uh, is is kind of you know, well eye opening uh, in a I way. Yes, I mean from my perspective, it's just like. I don't know. I, I enjoyed what I played of it. Um, I haven't really played it in the last little while because I've been playing other stuff. Yeah. But it, I think that it's like it's just like a cool game to just like mellow out and just uh, just <laughs> zap shit with a laser. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or just like run around and see what kind of neat stuff you can you can yeah. find. It's not really about like uh, running around killing enemies and farming materials and building stuff like you know Minecraft or something yeah. would be. Even then, you um, you kind of make your own goals in the same way you would, you would in a Minecraft. So yeah. I, I found a lot of ocean planets, and I'm like, some of the coolest creatures, <clears throat> some of the creepiest creatures, live in the water. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing was, I want to find a blueprint for some kind of rebreather, and I want to explore oceans more. So mm-hmm. sure enough, found the schematics, made it. I could explore oceans. Cool. What's next? You know, always upgrading your ship, getting more space in your ship, uh, upgrading your warp drive so you can get further towards the center, uh, or, or just travel further in general. Yeah. Uh, the discovery of black holes in the game, mm-hmm. uh, which warp you exponentially closer to the center of the galaxy, but damage some part of your ship, and you rinse and repeat. Uh, you know the the space battles can can be fun, they, or they can be annoying, uh, depending on, on what, what you're looking for. Uh, when I, you know, I had one file in the game that I started on another on another user, and I started on an extreme planet. Uh, so one of the only like trophies I don't have in the game on my slow march to the platinum. Uh, is is hanging out on an extreme planet, and for mm. some reason in my file now, I just cannot find one. I've discovered dozens of planets have not come across an extreme planet. So yeah. I was hoping I would come across one, and that would give me something to do for six hours uh, in the game. Haven't done it, so I've kind of shelved it for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but my experience with No Man's Sky has been generally positive. Uh, I hope they don't take out that rocket jump, uh, which yeah, which like changes the, like the, the game when you jump. when you learn it. Yeah, yeah. which uh, for those of you listening, it's quite simple. You just melee attack. Yeah, and use and your jetpack during the re- the melee attack animation. Yeah, while you're sprinting, while you're sprinting yeah. forward, and it'll it'll carry your momentum. It'll carry you. your ass across. The yeah, planet. basically, <laughs> it makes you makes you travel like way yeah. way faster than just running or sprinting. It's 
yeah, the the game's very shallow. Otherwise, for a game with infinitely generated planets, there's yeah. there's very little to do. Uh, yeah, and well, it's because the game the game does not have any any tasks that it lays out yeah. for you aside from like go to the center of the universe. Not not even to... anything as complex as go to this planet that's in this system and find yeah. this alien. He's got a something that I need. Bring it back to me. Exactly. Even something like that would give you a purpose, some, some driving force. Sure. And that, but uh, I think that speaks more to the type of 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 gamer, so to speak, yeah. that we have, you know, playing video games these days is people, people need some form of structure like that. And, yeah. and when you give them something, uh, somewhat abstract, like no man's sky, where it's just like, here, you're left your own devices. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it almost feels like they wanted to do, um, you know, something more akin to a Minecraft, but the beauty, like Minecraft pulls it off so well. There's so yeah. many, um, things you can make with the materials and whatnot and there's not enough of that kind of stuff not no no enough sky. of that yeah. in no man's sky so the procedural generation is one thing they got that down um more or less i mean uh people you still find some space that stations too. that are hanging out the side of a cliff yeah, and, yeah or like you see like kind of some repeat things as well here oh, and of course there. but yeah. i mean you have to have some some you know constants but with that said i mean like look at your minecraft right you have um you've got things you can build you have a huge tree of items you can make yeah uh, things like that in, a, in a no man's sky you can really kind of find all the items there are to make within a, a couple of hours pretty well uh and then at that well, well the majority of them. like apparently like the next update's gonna you're gonna have like uh you know freighter ships or something that you could probably park some ships on yeah. uh, you're gonna have some kind of building or base mechanic well and, and this is the other thing that i I'm kind of annoyed about, and I'll touch base more on this in the ATC. But like, uh, people expect too much out of out of in, independent game developers. Well, I think, yeah, but like, you know, we were sold a bill of goods. Like, I, I'm not someone who's sitting here pointing my finger and being like, "This game is not what I thought it was." This game is exactly what I thought it was going to yeah. be. Uh, but I totally understand people's right to be to be I upset by that. that. I get that. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh Jesus! It's putting you to sleep talking about it. No, I I understand the frustration that people have um, with the game. It's but from my perspective, it's just like you know. <laughs> uh, sorry, um, it's just like uh, the game's not done yet. No, you you bought an eighty dollar ticket to a game that's not going to be finished for quite a while. <laughs> for years, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. It's yeah. like what it looks like day one. Is what it's going to look like is not at all what it's going to look like. No, uh, the what, last it, what day. it looked like pre day one patch is not what it looked exactly. like after the day and one patch. So. And that going back to Minecraft is a perfect example. Yes, yeah. I mean all the, the different things though, they built on top. The difference of it. is that Minecraft never called their game finished, never no. called it version one until they were ready for it. I feel like there's too much mm-hmm. going on for Hello Games, um, where they had too many eyes on them at once. Too many, you know, there's only so many people at that company. Uh, the, have, the game's as empty and, as it was always yeah, going to be. And you have Sony yeah. breathing down your neck, being like, "Yo, when's this game going to be done? Yeah. We're, we have our hype machine generating Ready. all yeah. this, right? Like, let's go." Yeah. And I'm sure they're trying to pump it out as fast as they can. So it's like, while I'm while I'm sounding a lot like I'm making excuses for them, in a lot of ways I am. Um, I think that people just need to be patient, and that's because the game's not going to be the same. No. I guarantee you, there's it's going to be vastly different yeah. going forward there's there's so many space sims out there's your elite dangerous is your star bounds uh all, all these games that are yeah. that are coming down the pipe there's something for everyone 
this game specifically is just exploration. Mm-hmm. And, y- you now, know, at least. Yeah. you've heard me talk about it before. Magic School Bus Space Exploration game. My first ten hours with No Man's Sky, I was just like, this is it. This is the PS4 version of that game. Just exploring, collecting stones like Astronaut Jones on SNL. Uh, and that's fine for me. That that was enough for me. You know, the intri- the first time you see an alien that game, there's a lot of cool first moments in No Man's Sky, but it, it doesn't keep it up past the past the ten hour yeah. mark. Unfortunately, well, it doesn't it doesn't give you enough. Um... There needs to be uh, like creepier things to to discover. There needs to be a little more intrigue. <clears throat> uh, you know, there needs well, to be more story. I think is yeah, what it comes needs down to. to be is... Something more for you to do on yeah. the planets, other other than. Like, you can walk around, but... Like, I'm to the point in the game where I'll land on a planet, and I'm like, yeah, I've seen it, and I just take off. Like, I yeah. just, I just turn around. Yeah, like, basically. Just shove some Famium 9 into the into the engine, <laughs> yeah. and I'm out of there. There's nothing that, that really keeps me wanting... Or there's nothing to keep me on a planet yeah. at this point. So I'm just kind of going from one to the other. Um, it's a cool proof of concept. Station. Let's see more. Yeah. You have you have the the base bones yeah. of a, a good game here. So it's something like ninety percent of the people who bought it, like I've not played it for the last few weeks. That's a bummer. I mean, it, yeah, that's pretty crazy. And you think about it, ninety percent, mm. man. Well, I mean, you look at the uh, you can look at the trophy percentages on on PlayStation, right? So yeah, it shows you everything you need to know. Uh, yeah, exactly. I guess at a certain point. The uh, speaking of ninety percent. A uh, little anecdotal here. The division, yes, I uh, saw an ad for like a something that they were doing sure. the other day for like. Uh, <laughs> Please come back and play the division. Yeah, basically, yeah. it was like it was like a like a guy hacking a TV station or something. Okay, and I I don't know. I guess that's the concept of the ad. They're breaking a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal, eh? You know about yeah, that? I know about yeah. that, but I don't think even Jake Donnie Gyllenhaal Darko. can save. Not even Jake division. Gyllenhaal. Not not even Jake Gyllenhaal could save Ubisoft. Uh, why wouldn't you make a Splinter Cell movie? <sighs> Who cares about Splinter Cell? Well, that's probably why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I mean, it's got fans, it's series. I've never been into it, though. So No Man's Sky is, you know, about the most I have to talk about as far as a new well, game is concerned. I, just, I mean, I, we're on the yeah. other side of another huge game that came out that's gone unspoken between us. Yeah. Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah, speaking of games where there isn't much to do. Uh, so Pokemon Go, the the phenomenon that is, let's let's dial this back to July of this year when it first came out, yeah, uh, and the hype surrounding it and its uh, release. Should we talk about before it came out? <laughs> and people were trying to like f- like yeah. upload messed up versions of it to their phones, yeah. and and now they're getting locked out, and they're like, oh, it's like they told you to wait. <laughs> uh, anyways, so Pokemon Go is a mobile game from Niantic. Uh, not a first-party Nintendo game, which led to some confusion with, with Nintendo's stocks yeah. just going through the roof and then suddenly dropping back down when people realized they, had, they are making any dollars. If you had tons of stocks in Nintendo and then you were like, uh, this is a perfect time to sell. Yeah. You sell them, you bank out like yeah. big money. You banked then, out by accident. And then they yeah. realize, oh... Wait a sec. They're they're not they're tangentially they related to this. Yeah, this they, uh, they just licensed Pokemon off. So, so they launched with the original 150 Pokemon. There's certain Pokemon that are uh, 
basically impossible to get. Basically impossible to get because they're in other nations or continents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what do you do in the game? Well, uh, it's a geocaching game where you move from place to place to these Pokestops, which are usually park benches and park signs, uh, to get some items. Pokemon can spawn literally yeah, anywhere, land, but tend, marks, yeah, yeah. tend to spawn closer to where there's a lot of people playing the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, rare Pokemon, uh, you know, sometimes there'll be something called referred to as a nest, where certain areas are prone to having certain kinds of Pokemon. Seven Oaks Hospital is filled with Squirtles. Killzone and Park is filled with Hitmonchan. For example, um, there's a bunch of meowths always yeah, on my, my path. I walk my, like my dog. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, you level up in the game. You choose one of three factions. You uh, take and hold gyms to gain coins to buy in-game stuff. Uh, and that's the whole game. Uh, you can evolve your Pokemon by catching Pokemon generating candies. Uh, so there's, you know, can you battle your friends? No. no. Uh, you can battle them if they're a different color and in a gym. Otherwise, you train against a gym, which involves tapping and holding on your phone. You cannot trade Pokemon. You cannot Not battle yet. your friends. Not There's yet. no in-game friends list. Not yet. Uh, they've just added a buddy system. And again, not yet is, yeah. is the thing you need That's, to stress here. No, not yet is the problem. Is 2016. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, 2016. Not yet. Uh, it's, it's, it goes back to the same thing I said about Hell Games. No Man's yeah. Sky. Not yet. Just, nope. Just, just... Just chill. The Pokemon gimmick's really neat. It uses augmented reality so you can actually see Pokemon spawning in your living room. Yeah, or you use the you turn it off if I you're like an elitist, off. like a cool guy. I turn it off because I want to save battery life, dude. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's all it came So the Pokemon to. Go Plus adapter just came out yesterday. Uh, yeah, and that's a, a wristband that's... Yeah, it's $45 here in, in the Canadas. And that is going to light up and vibrate or whatever the hell it does. You tap it. You can yeah. catch Pokemon. Yeah. You can hatch your eggs without having to have the app open. So that's worth forty five dollars to you. Go find one of those. I mean, I think that was too slow. Buy in, comrade. I think that was too <laughs> slow. They were too slow on that. They didn't. They didn't mean to do it that way. They meant mm-hmm. to have this thing out at the end of July, and it yeah. just didn't happen for them. Well, and I think um, that's missed opportunity, like a huge missed opportunity, because I don't think that a lot of people are playing. Like I think the hype's died down significantly. Oh, absolutely. You, um, you still see people around playing. At gyms are con- there's constant activity at gyms. Uh, so well, people there will be right. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, in a nutshell, that's the Pokemon Go yeah. phenomenon. There's been games like it before, and there'll be games like it after. Yeah. The thing it really has going for it, of course, is this Pokemon license, which well, has raised interest in the Pokemon. Uh, you know, they're coming out with two new animes yeah. based on Pokemon. Yeah, uh, they have Sun and Moon coming out, which I could not be more excited for. Just hyped through the roof, I man. I could not care less about that. There game. it is. That's, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, no, but, you're the yin to my yang. Yeah, right? that's in right. That situation. I'm what so. to your yeah, What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like you... Like you, you've been suckling the teat of Pokemon since for all it's these since years. its release. Yeah. yeah, and I've like the taste of it. The, the it's milk bitter. is yeah. bitter to me. Yeah, and I have no interest in it anymore since X and Y. Even X and Y, I tried to get into it, but I just it just felt too forced. Like I felt and like I was forcing myself to play it. There, I think there's a lot of fair weather Pokemon fans that yeah. maybe didn't play too many past the first set of games or, or Pokemon <clears> cards <throat> or watch the anime. That if they're going to get into Pokemon Sun and Moon now, there's going to be a bit of a learning oh, curve. So I hope I, Nintendo addresses that. I'll, I'll straight up say that, you know, I was a huge Pokemon fan as a kid. Loved, uh, I played, you know, all like uh, Ruby and Sapphire, Gold Up to Silver. the third gen. Like I played, yeah. I think I played up into the fourth gen. Uh, you definitely played Pokemon X or Y yeah, when it came out. I, I knew, remember that. I knew that. Well, and there, what was the one before it? Uh, you had black, black white. white. You had that. yeah. You had diamond pearl. I didn't play uh, diamond and pearl, but I I know I did play that. That's the one with the the weird pink Pokemon. Well, speaking it. of Pokemon and Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. uh, Pokemon Red, Yellow, Blue were released on 3ds. Uh, right. So I beat the living hell out of Red. Well, I think I have a hundred. 
they were released as like a ported version of the Game Boy one, right? Yeah, but you yeah. still have all the trading and battling in there. Mm. Uh, you know, it, it's it's thoroughly the full experience of Pokemon. So I have 139 Pokemon in my red version. Just started working on Yellow and still working on Alpha Sapphire, where I'm trying to, uh, you know, fill up my Pokemon bank before Pokemon Sun or and or Moon comes out. Man. That's it's just too much grinding for me. Like um, where I am in Pokemon Alpha Sapphire yeah. is very sad. It's breeding Pokemon. It's trading away Pokemon that aren't strong enough to be worth training. It, wow. it, it's actually messed up. Like it's, yeah. I, I I like six baby Piplups. I'm like I'm only taking the top two of you. The rest of you are just going away. And I think Lee, yes, I think that says something about what Pokemon has become. Really, yep. Because think about it from this perspective. You remember the original show? Yeah. When when I've been watching it recently. <laughs> Ash Ketchum. A- Ash Ketchum. I like to say Ketchum. Okay. Catch them all. Ash Ketchum. Ash is going to catch them all. He's going to catch them all. Uh, do you remember when Ash Ketchum would go and face <laughs> Gary Oak? Like, seldomly in the, like in the, the anime. The three times he does or yeah. whatever. But it was never about... Hey, ass! <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was never about... Using the most powerful Pokemon. No, it's not. It's about using the Pokemon that you had the best connection. You with. might be implying that I'm not also raising Pokemon that are considered no, no, weak. I'm saying that that's it's a, it's what a it mix. Was, that's what it was about. Yeah, and I think that there was a lesson in in that as children for us. There's always an NPC at the beginning of every Pokemon game mm-hmm. that says a true Pokemon master fights with his favorites, exactly. not with the strongest Pokemon. Yes. And I yeah. think that that going back, if you think about it. The lesson there is basically just like you don't have to do things. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to do things. The like you don't have to use the most powerful Pokemon like you, with with some clever, clever tricks or uh, uh, some know how, some yeah, smarts. So if you're yeah. like basically, I think the message they're trying to convey is just like you don't have to be the guy with the biggest, baddest roster. Yeah, um, to be the very best yeah. there ever was. And in the show, they really drove that home. Uh, with yeah, but Ash continuously loses. Well, I know most recently, he apparently, and finally in Localized, he, he fought the most recent Pokemon League or something, yeah. and just got his ass handed to him again. Oh, well, whatever. But that happens. That's also important. That is yeah. important. Because he whited out, and they took half of his money. Listen, here's the thing that you should know. Yeah. Failure. Yeah. <laughs> is the first step no it's not the first step but it's often a <laughs> a necessary yeah a, it is is a necessary and often unavoidable step on the road to success there it is just because you fail doesn't mean you're a failure no just because you've lost doesn't make you a loser whoa I heard that. Do you want me to like, lay a beat down behind you? I heard that somewhere. <laughs> but uh, actually, think about it. Because that's the lesson of Pokemon, right? It's like, yeah. you, like doing things with your heart and, that's right. and feeling good. You're, you're saying really nice things about Pokemon for someone who just said they couldn't care less. No, I don't care about the series as as to, like, to play the games. But it always will hold a special place in my heart. Much in the same way that Mega Man Together will, hold a, will hold a place in my heart, you know? Even though um, he's died yeah, Mega Man doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, past Mega Man X six, in my opinion. But you know, it's like uh, I will always look back fondly on them and that series and whatnot. But uh, yeah, well, not, for not for, for people anymore. like you, there's Pokemon Go to remind you no, that I Pokemon played, in I fact exists. Pokemon Go like two weeks after it came out. Well, that's fine. 
I actually I removed it from my phone. To each their own. Gone. Top and hold. Yeah, I ain't got Get time for this. X. Get off my phone, Pokemon uh, Go. So speaking of phones, and I didn't really have this in the news, but <clears throat> Nintendo has since... Uh, Miyamoto came out at the Apple press conference. Yeah, he did. Uh, and he introduced Super Mario Run, which will be a Mario Runner. It's already out. Uh, it's not out. Oh. You can you can let you can signify you can pre, to let them order yes it. yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is going to be a free to start game uh, but I believe six dollars will unlock it all uh, or something like that notify so, let's just keep skipping through uh, skipping through games here uh, I want to one more time uh, one give more some time. yeah take a crap on Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness Ooh. Uh, which is just the worst example of a 21st century cookie cutter JRPG. Uh, it just man. no heart, no soul in this game, man. Which is funny because, like, we... Isn't that an... That's in Square Enix title. A Star Star Ocean, yeah. 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 But then they came out with I Am Setsuna. No, yeah. Square didn't come out with that. I don't think they? that was Square, man. But either way, I Am Setsuna Which exists. is a spiritual successor to Chrono Trigger. Yeah. It but ex- is it quieter. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. is like, in a world where we're having people really go back and, and look at what made... The games yeah. of yesteryear. So, See, Star Ocean so never went away. It peaked on the PS2. Whatever. In my opinion. And, no one's uh, played Star Ocean, dude. And then, yeah, no, no one plays this garbage. Uh, but there's a game where the story never really takes off. None of the characters are interesting. And you know what? It reminded me of another game where the story didn't matter and no one was interesting. A little game called Final Fantasy XIII. Uh, which is the bar of, look at how fancy it looks. Yeah. Except this game didn't even have that going for it. So... Uh, again, cautiously, cautiously optimistic for Final Fantasy XV, oh, um, but um, we'll, we'll wait I don't and see. Know, man. That big old delay. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, sitting here thinking a couple days ago. Yeah, man, September 30th. It's coming right, right around I'm the like, corner, baby. I'm like, all right, better yeah. start saving my pennies. Well, you got an extra two months because it's coming out November 29th. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, right in time for the holiday rush. That's right. Do you think that was intentional? <laughs> I think it's because they're doing the VR thing, and also because they're, I don't. Dude, they're they're doing <laughs> I don't that. Think they're it's doing that. apparently the VR. Well, you would know because you saw it at. Uh, I played it. Yeah, it's. I don't want to ever play it again. I have no. I words. have not played any PS PS VR game where I'm like, I want to. I want to see more of this. The only thing I can think of is like Fallout Four in VR. That's neat. Sure. Uh, but you're gonna need a, a badass PC or a PS4 Pro to make it run any like anywhere near where they want it to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The PS4 I got now is now garbage, apparently. Well, we talk about that in a little bit. Amateur uh, PS4. Yeah, I got my amateur PS4. <laughs> I got my yeah, exactly. It can PS4 in the Olympics. Uh, Tricky Towers. Did you grab that? It's for free on PSN Plus. I did play it. Um, was it this month or last month's week? Uh, I think it was last month's. It, Tricky Towers is actually pretty fun. I played it Physics-based a... Tetris blocks. Mm-hmm. You uh, you have a bunch of different modes. Uh, namely, you know, building the biggest tower you can with these blocks that are reacting uh, to weight and such. And you have uh, cool abilities, not like you did in a Magical Tetris or whatever for Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, and, and for a free game, it's pretty great. I, I like that game. Uh, I played a little bit of it on uh, online against a bunch of people and matchmaking there. Um, it was pretty fun. Um, yeah, it's like build... Uh, we played like the elimination, like head yeah. to head, four way head to head. That was pretty fun. You could like mess with your opponents by using abilities, crazy like, magic abilities, yeah, like and stuff. Uh, yeah. make make their piece fall. Like super well, you fast can always choose between dark character. magic and light magic. You can help yourself or hurt an uh, opponent. Usually, right? yeah, geez. usually dark magic. Oh shit! You gotta feed the feed the wolf. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta feed that bad wolf, man. All right, 
Uh, so I just had to quickly save the podcast because we are using the loser podcast daddy 5000 here to record this thing. Um, (laughs) so I'm going to really briefly talk about Deus Ex Mankind Divided because I've only played it a very briefly amount. Uh, so I did not beat Human Revolution, I believe was the previous title. Uh Uh, when you fire up this game, there is an optional 12 minute recap video, which I can't wholly recommend because it's, it is kind of not fun to watch. Uh, I played enough of, of Human Revolution to know what's going on. So, uh, we start in Dubai where Adam Jensen never As asked for this. All the best this. stories do start. Yeah. Uh, and it's the future. And what happened in Dubai in 2029, uh, a little bit before this, is like that years from now. Yeah, augmentation of the human body became very popular and very cost-effective. Uh, so a lot of people were uh, optionally getting sur- uh, surgeries. 3D printers. Yeah, exactly. 3D printing arms and legs, uh, yeah. brains, chips, and all these cool... Uh, you know, Blade Runner esque stuff uh, going on. There's already some people who, like in the real world, are putting like uh, NFC chips into their skin, yeah. so that they can like, uh, like Singularity. Open, open like weird weird doors, like uh, weird doors. <laughs> they have like like uh, like security panels in their. Oh, house nice. That they like, so they, you get like a, a NFC like chip implanted into your skin. Yeah. Um, uh, and you just push your wrist against the door. Yeah, you, know? you just like press it against the door and it opens. Like stuff, like just simple stuff like that. Yeah. But it's it's already it's happening. It's happening. The singularity is here. <laughs> uh, so this Deus Ex universe is a little less uh, what you would have what you might recognize from the early Deus Ex games, uh, which are a little more. Uh, well, Blade Runner was a, a good thing to draw. This this seems more in in a non fictional universe. There, it's like this is a this is a believable future where this happens. So. Uh, basically, Dubai was flourishing, as we all know. Uh, they started getting a lot of augmented workers to help out uh, and whatnot, uh, and it, it just was flourishing with with augmented workers and 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 uh, you have your you know people moving in from from foreign places, and it was it was the best until people with augments started doing terrorist attacks, and uh, you know no one wanted to hang around Dubai suddenly with all these robot people, uh, which is a, a fear of yours, I know. Uh, uh, well, not so much. Augmented people are different <laughs> than I'm not afraid of those. The people who who claim to be human but aren't. Yeah. Uh, so this this has been going on for years now. Uh, this takes place two years after uh, Human Revolution. Adam Jensen works for I believe Interpol is officially who he works for. Uh, so he's kind of a, a, a you know a high ranking detective cop guy who's got all these cool augments. Like Shit goes Lee. down and you're yeah uh, your augments get scrambled. Uh, you go to get them fixed <laughs> like, up like Chum Lee. Like Chum Lee. <laughs> You know? He's in prison right now for like cocaine or whatever the heck it no, was. No, like Chun Li from Street Fighter. High oh, Chun Li, <laughs> high high ranking Interpol yeah. detective officer. Chun Li, Chun Li. <laughs> this cat is trying to turn off our podcast. I won't let him do it. Damn podcast it, Podcast Daddy Five Thousand. Uh, like so you get, uh, you learn that you have all these experimental augments that you don't know who installed in you, uh, and then you have all your side quests. You're running around, wandering around Prague in the game. That's where this game takes place in kind of a semi-open world. Go from Dubai to Prague. Uh, the game starts in Dubai, uh, where you, where you encounter these these augmented terrorists. Uh, so the game has a theme of uh, all human lives matter, and that augmented people are people too. I, dude, it's I'm pulling this right from the game. They call people with augments clanks. Uh, hey, Clank. And then all the, the cops are always giving you a hard time and asking for your credentials. Uh, there's Show me getting... your credentials, Clank. Yeah, so people with... with Robot parts are considered less than human and treated as a lower class. 
uh, and you're trying to, you know, stop this terrorist cell so that maybe uh, relationships between humans and people who are human with robot parts can begin to mend. Uh, and that's Deus Ex. And, uh, of course, you can play it any way you like. There's, uh, you have your skill tree. You can play it, uh, you know, non-lethal, lethal, stealthy, guns blazing. Uh, Deus Ex gives you a lot of options like that. And uh, I'm looking forward to playing some more of it. Um, friend of the podcast, Mike Haynes. Yes. Our good friend. The one and only... Uh, he actually has it, uh, gave me a quick little first impressions he it. Had sucks! It. Uh, <laughs> pretty close. No, he basically was just saying that what he had initially played of it, um, he wasn't really impressed with, like, the AI. He said it was a little lacking in some cases in that. No, yeah, this is, this is, you have taken stride, this is an, a semi-open world game yeah. from a, it's more of a hub world from people who don't do this often um, so and he also had made mention of like um some of the there's some weird graphics things that he was saying that like like some people might think are nitpicky but i get where he's coming from no like, it's glitchy like it's he there's, was there's, like, there's you walk past a mirror and like you don't see anything in a reflection there's no reflection in the well mirror. you're a you're a you're a you're an og so you're you're not human so you don't have a reflection oh, like yeah like a vampire yeah you ever watch mulan who is that girl i see uh, well, I've seen Mulan. Uh, yeah, no, the AI is as far as I glitchy. Can remember, you're, there were you're no augmented humans in Mulan. <laughs> That's what you think. Uh, there is there's a lot of things where you're walking on eggshells when story scripting stuff is going down. Yeah. For example, I did one mission where I was exposing this dirty cop to another lady cop who was on the street. She went to go shoot him. I thought I'd get in on the firefight and help her out. So I took a shot at one of the bad cops, and then all the cops opened fire on me, and I was dead instantly. So little stuff like that constantly happens. Uh, but walking up to someone and shooting swords out of your arms and eviscerating them is satisfying, uh, especially when they're mouthing off to you and you're in a back alley and you're like, there's no one around. Hey, I'm just going to commit a murder. Hey, Clank. Yeah, and you basically end up being the og, the og that everybody thinks ogs are, the, just the walking sword killing machine. Mm. Uh, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Rob, have you played anything you want to talk about? Uh, well, another huge release that we've yet to discuss uh, is Overwatch. On, on this podcast, you've yeah. definitely talked about Overwatch. I've talked about it on the Light podcast, but uh, yeah, this um, Overwatch is an amazing game, in my opinion. It's very, 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 uh, it's very much like a, well, it's a six-man, like six versus six team-based first-person shooter game. It's very similar to something like Team Fortress 2. Um, every map has an objective. So sometimes that's escort the payload from point A to point B yep. or point C. Uh, sometimes it's capture the point and hold it um, for a certain amount of time. Bunch of different characters, different abilities. They're all that are all situational, depending on what you're trying to do. Uh, they're all yeah, basically. And you can change characters, or um, like in Team Fortress, you can change class or yep. whatever. Uh, it's very similar to Team Fortress. Um, that game's amazing. It's uh, the story is actually super cool. There's enough. Like well, it was I mentioned this before. It was originally an MMO that they've turned just into the shooting part. So, so. Uh, Blizzard has this weird thing that they do with a lot of their games where um, I say it's a weird thing. They but swing for the fences cool and then they <laughs> bring like, it in. They do like this thing where they're like, "Hey, uh, the gameplay is just amazing." And if you want the story, it's there for you, but we're not going to cram it down your throat. Yeah. Uh, and that's like, I think that's one of my favorite parts about the way that Blizzard makes their games is they're not 
trying to to make you which, buy into which all is also story. kind of the biggest complaint about destiny but for some reason well because that has more mmo elements I guess. Uh, it's not accepted there where it is here uh, yeah well i'm like look at diablo 3 i mean diablo 3 is a game that, or okay diablo 2 let's say one of the most beloved games in the last 30 years for sure um, Diablo 2 is everyone is just like oh man Diablo uh, 2 best game I've played on PC basically um, Diablo 3 sucks blah blah blah, blah. Um, that's fine but if you ask people like what's the story of Diablo 2 beat the shit of skeletons yeah yeah. go go kill the Diablo go kill <laughs> are Bale. you the Diablo yeah it's <laughs> Shenmue like, <laughs> it's like uh, you know in no, no one really knows like I mean okay there are people who know the lore and who know the story and, and can Well, that goes back to MOBAs around. and stuff. How many people playing League of Legends actually yeah, know the lore? Exactly. Or they just like the way this character looks? How many people play Warcraft who like, or like wow, yeah. play, play Warcraft and, uh, you know... And know, now that stuff's all moot, if you start a new game, you just get a, a late game character and you just start doing that content <laughs> now. So yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, but, um, I mean, Blizzard, right? Like, they, they know, they have a formula, so it works. Yep. Um... Overwatch is really, really addictive. Like, I play almost every day now. Probably an hour or two. But that's, like, the, the way that game is structured and what you get out of it is not like a Call of Duty where you're leveling up and unlocking things. It's more a matter of gaining skill and keeping I mean, yourself sharp, it right? Is, it is, there is unlockables. Of um, course, skins and, and whatnot. Yeah, but, skins, emotes, yeah. like, things like that. But, nothing, but you're not working towards something you yeah, will, you that will like help a, your game. You don't get, like, yeah. a better weapon. Yeah, it's like a fighting like game. That. Exactly. Every day I play a little bit with an arcade stick as this person, and yeah. if you keep it up, you, you could get good, son. Yeah. Well, uh, like, for, like, there's, so they've, the last, they do competitive seasons. So, yep. in the first competitive season, they had, like, a ranking system of uh, 1 to 100, I think it was. And um, the ranking system was a little broken, so they reworked it. And now it goes from 0, well, I guess 1 to 5,000. Um, and uh, then there's, like, tiers inside of that. that. Okay. So, it's, like, it starts at, like, bronze. Much like League of Legends, where you and do you have, get stuff based on where you end up at the end of the get, season? You get competitive points okay. at the end of the season, and like you get um, like uh, you can tag walls in the game with like a spray. Um, so there's like all these <laughs> little different Jack Ryan radio in there. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, and uh, it's funny because one of the characters has like a like a Jack Ryan radio themed kind of spray. But uh, in any case, you'll get like a spray at the end of the season if you place high enough. That says you you ranked in competitive at you know okay x x rank and the sprays are different my disney zoom zoom game on cell phone is like that sure yeah, yeah. um so it's like you know it, there's there's stuff there there's enough there to to make you want to continue to level yourself up so that you're you're unlocking new new sprays or new new skins things like that um they added a character last last season in competitive mode that's pretty cool um, there's this content's of, all free. Yeah, yeah, all free. Um, well, you need like if you're playing on on PlayStation, uh, which I like, I am sadly. Uh, <laughs> you need PlayStation Plus in order to to play. Um, so there's that. But uh, the the all the content in the game is free. Um, one of the things though that's really neat is that like they're they've done a lot of this like uh, what we call ARG like uh, alternate reality game. Where with this like character that they've been rumored to to be releasing, it's supposed to be like maybe a stealth character or something like that. Okay. Um, people are really skeptical of that. 
This character is only only known as Sombra, which apparently means shadow in Spanish. Oh. But uh, yeah, and we and apparently it's like it's a girl. Uh, we don't know any anything else really about her. She's like a hacker of some sort. Um, so that's about as much as we know. But Blizzard's been dropping all these like crazy little hints, hints in the game and stuff that's cool. in the game yep. that lead to like out of game stuff. So there's like a website that's like has this crazy counter going on. Um, Sombra supposedly like made this crazy post in like the the Blizzard forums, and there was all this like embedded code in the post that if you like deciphered it in such a way, like made up this weird <laughs> message. It's PR and, guys are yeah, earning that. No, earning it's, that paycheck. It's actually like it's been super crazy, but the the kind of like disappointing thing is that it's been super stagnant for the last like two and a half three the, weeks. This is kind of a tangent, but in-game advertising or changing things like that in a game mm-hmm. uh, reminds me of when I played Spider-Man Web of Shadows. Oh yeah. And they had a deal with Crank 2, which was coming out at the time. So when I was swinging around New York, it was I could I was taking screenshots and I could see six billboards for Crank 2. It was just billboards for Crank Two. All it was, nice. it was amazing. I think that that's actually the direction that advertising should start to go in. The yeah. and, I, and but on the flip side, I hate that too. Like I don't want to see it. Um, I'm I know that I've played previous games, uh, stuff from EA. I think uh, sports stuff is whatever that yeah. makes sense. Well, no, not sports. I think it was. Um, uh, Battlefield, like, Battlefield One. I don't Drink know. I can't remember what it was, but it was some sort of uh, first-person shooter, I think. But there was a loading screen that had like advertisements for like. Oh, weird. Yeah, and I was just like, "What? Like this seems Far- out of place." Yeah, man. But on a Get loading screen, on a loading screen, right? You might as well. Um, it was on PS3. I feel like it was like Dead Space or something. I mean, I feel like I've played lots of free-to-play games that that do sure. do that, but that's. As expected. If you've well, paid for something, the fact that they're they're shooting ads into your eyes is, is messed up. It's a little up. annoying, yeah. for sure. But it depends, right? If the ad fits, like if you see the odd billboard in Spider-Man, yeah. uh, then that's kind of cool. But Like, like it couldn't work in Grand Theft Auto where they do satirical billboards. You exactly. couldn't also have real billboards mixed exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. But if it's a real world setting, You've got a chick deep-throating a beer bottle next to a McDonald's ad. It doesn't, doesn't yeah, make sense. Does, I don't think McDonald's would go for that. No. Uh, well, burger shot ad. It's the only thing yeah. they can go next door. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you know, um, they they've been doing cool stuff like that in in the game where like uh, in Overwatch, there's like a newspaper that like just like you see stacks of newspapers the odd time. You don't really think anything of it, but um, if you actually look closely at them, you can see like um, they'll they'll say things like uh, they'll make mention of certain characters, um, talk about like crime sprees that are going on and stuff. Interesting. Um, there's like a news, like a, like a stock ticker kind yeah. of, like, you know, you see on, on like, uh, in, like in, uh, the stock exchange, like it's, it's on this like uh, building in one of the, one of the maps and it, it, uh, changed recently to make mention of like this hacker that's like been going on some global hacking spree, yeah, like yeah. messing all this stuff up. I bet it's Sombra. Probably. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but uh, no, it's just like, it's neat to see them doing stuff like this and trying to rope in the people who are like the hard, like, uh, detective types where they'll go online and look up all the stuff and yeah. decode all this information. Um, and I think that's really, really neat. Um, but it sucks that it's kind of just died down. And I was thinking about it recently as well. Um, when a company does something like this for one of their characters uh, or something they're going to add to their game, um, you know, like what happens when the next character comes out and it's just like keep it up man like 
like it okay you have this high technical character who is like you know oh uh you know i'm a hacker blah blah blah, blah. that's all well and good but what happens when you get like the knight in shining armor guy who just never used a computer before? How's he gonna hack how's, his way into, into Overwatch? Gonna, like, how are you gonna? Maybe you just you character? find up like messed up alleyways covered in sword swipes, or like Adam you find Jensen. a yeah some, yeah Adam Adam, well, <laughs> augmented reality. That's right. I mean, augment human. the knight strikes again. Uh, my arm. His voice is something else. Hey, that voice actor, like yeah. the day the OG Deus Ex voice actors. Yeah, it's kind of silly. Like I can't wear I can't wear headphones and play that game because anytime he speaks, it's just. It's like someone would be like, "Hey man, how's it going?" He's like, "Hey," like he just sounds like he's constantly just that, ready to slice somebody up. That, man? Uh, so that's Overwatch. Did you have anything else to mention before we go what? on to some news here? Um, I would say about Overwatch. It's a good game. Play it. <laughs> it's fun. Um, I good mean, game. Good game. you can wrap up a match or two within half an hour for sure. Um, not on well. I would so say it's actually in MOBA like in structure that way. Uh, yeah, it's very much like it borrows a lot of things from MOBAs that are um, good. Uh, borrows a lot of things that are perhaps bad. Um, <laughs> like in some people's all the, eyes, the actual like, MOBA like team yeah. composition is a huge thing that matters, right? Yeah, like you want to have a tank, but you also don't need to farm alleys to level yourself up every no, game. No, no, yeah. no, you don't. There's no leveling of of your characters inside of an actual match but I almost is... downloaded Paragon when it was like the free to play version because yeah, I saw someone playing it I'm like you know what this looks slick looks and these, cool. these right. playing one of these games for two hours every six months isn't going to kill me yeah. uh, and I just didn't well so. you can't like the thing with, with MOBAs or any like online game like this is that like as soon as you stop playing it your skill is going to go down yeah. Even and if you're if you're the type like yourself where you pop into the game once every, well, you know, in a blue moon or whatever, just to kind of get, get you know, have fun for a day, uh, you're going to have a hard time of, of keeping up with people who are actually, like myself, who are yep. playing almost every day. Um, I it's, mean, the, it's the fighting game thing. I'm sitting yeah. here in, in, in Diamond League. Yeah. In, in uh, Rock hard, you know, and, ladies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm in Diamond League. I'm like the app belts diamond and rare. That's right. Made with uh, huge amounts of electricity. Yeah. Leo DiCaprio had to die for this show. Yeah, he had to die. Uh, so we pretty much covered all listener questions during our uh, our sum up of what we've been playing for video games. But there was one from Andrew of Sultans of uh, Sultans of Slam fame, uh, old Andrew, old wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and he asks for our reactions to the PS4 Slim and Pro. So this is something I had mm. in the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's just kind of cruise over there. And then he also was uh, asking about the increase in subscription costs uh, for the PlayStation and the game we're most looking forward to in Q4. Uh, so first and foremost, the PS4 Slim and Pro got revealed at a PlayStation event on September 7th to a live audience of about 100 people. It was streamed out live where they revealed the PlayStation Slim, which had leaked weeks, weeks earlier. Uh, we already knew everything about it. We've seen unboxing videos for this damn thing, and they were unveiling it as if no one had ever seen it before, and then wondered why there you was crickets. You want to see something? I already Check know about it. Up. I already got three. Yo, Madden. John Madden. <laughs> what? Uh, so the PlayStation 4 Slim, a redesign, uh, it, you know, it's a little sharper in some ways than the original PlayStation 4 release, but it's otherwise comparable. Uh, they have a new design for the controller that has some minute changes, such as a light bar that faces you, so you actually know what color the light bar is, yeah, if that was important to you. Uh, and then maybe some, yeah, some changes to the components on the controller. The console itself looks alright. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's out already. It's three seventy nine ninety nine here in Canada, bundled with either Uncharted 4 or... 
uh, NHL 17, but the, the main thing everybody was looking forward to is the reveal of the PlayStation 4K, or the Neo, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it is officially the PlayStation 4 Professional. Uh, so if you, yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone! Uh, so, uh, this thing's gonna be coming out November 10th. Uh, it's going to use double the gigawatts of your regular PlayStation 4, so expect that thing to raise your hydro bill a little the bit. The gigawatts. The gigawatts. 1.21 gigawatts! Uh, on top of that, it's going to, uh, look like two PlayStation 4 Slims stacked on top yeah, of one another. Actually, it legitimately does. <laughs> looks, it looks bad. It looks like a stack of, of, of digital flapjacks. Uh, this thing. Uh, what's it? What is it going to do? What the hell is this thing going to do? It's going to make PlayStation VR work properly. Yes, uh, and we'll be able to support 4K gaming on select titles. Uh, there's going to be an HDR update, so colors will look nicer on all PlayStation. Colors will look more colorful. Uh, so yeah, this is a bummer. This thing is exactly the half step that it was always going to be. I would expect this from Nintendo, but. I, I'm actually surprised I, that Sony decided to do this. Because the Xbox came along with the S. They're sure. like, we're simplifying it, and it's a little more powerful. We call it Scorpio. Uh, no, the Scorpio is something completely different. Right, uh, fair. Yeah, yeah, so now, now you know, even things down to Ultra 4K Blu-ray. Hmm. The PlayStation 4 Pro will not support it. That's good. It would, it would surmise that a person who would be interested in spending that much more money on a console that feasibly does nothing, unless you've also spent the money on a new TV... Might be the kind of person who would be into Blu-ray 4K and would like to masturbate in their living room to, to how many P's are on display. Yeah. Um, and it's not supported. So Microsoft just sent out the tweet where it's just like, we're supporting it. Weird move, Sony. Uh, and kind of have been doing that all week. Microsoft's just been taking jabs at them. And rightfully so. You, you made this big deal, like you're going to compete with us with this this thing, and now you've revealed it, you've showed your hand. The thing we have cooking is... The thing that people wanted your thing to be, and we're going to make sure you know about it. And good for Microsoft uh, mm-hmm. on that front. Uh, and, you know, coming down to things like Xbox Live isn't raising a price, but the PSN is. Uh, and they didn't point to a single thing they're improving. They're not like, our download speeds will get better. The network will be more secure. Nothing. We're raising it 20 bucks, and you're going to pay. Uh, is basically all they had to say about it. Um, anything. We're going to do more PlayStation Plus licensing. We're going to give you an extra game a month. We're going to... A, B, and C, nothing. Nothing at all. Just raising the price. Uh, we have a big install base now. We want to make the money. Go Madden. Go Madden. Uh, so, you know, the spotlight's kind of on Sony right now to... to uh, let's make it happen. I mean, here's the thing about video games, Lee. Oh, yeah? Tell me. unveil the secret. Tell me about video okay. games, Rob. <clears throat> Anyone who pays attention to video game news has something to complain about. Sure, and anyone who plays isn't that why we're games, here. <laughs> anyone who ha- anyone who plays video games, yeah. has something to complain about. Okay, so here's my point of view. Uh, Andrew wants our hot take on the PlayStation yeah. Four Pro. Yeah. Rob, do you have any interest in a PlayStation Four Pro? I'm interested in it because I'm curious as to what the benefit is, but I, I don't see. But a they, they had a whole press conference yeah. and they showed you the benefit. I didn't watch the press conference. Okay, you didn't but, miss much. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I heard. So I'm like. So it's going to be very hard to, over a stream to to convey what 4K gaming is. Yeah, uh, all you can really rely on is, is first-hand impressions. And I've heard... High-resolution high Shit. A, a game in 4K looks real good. This is an update that's, that's going to be outside. You just pop yeah. in the game in. 
Yeah. It, not all games are going to support it. Of course. And you need the TV that's going to be able to support yes. it. Yes. I mean, as someone who works in telecommunications, that's I right. know a lot about 4K. And I'll tell you, 4K is supported by uh, a lot of nothing right yeah. now. Netflix is like the only thing that truly well, supports Well, they keep 4K saying like YouTube in 4K. And it's like, yeah, but the bit rates aren't increasing. And so it's all a buzzword. It's all a lie? Uh, is I it? Mean, are they... There's more to it, but like... Um, only select content is, is actually 4K yeah. because it's not like it's 4K right now is what Blu-ray and HD DVDs were RIP yeah. uh, back in the day. Uh, in the it's it's of... yeah man. It's basically it's the next big thing that no one knows anything about right now and no one can can support quite yet because it's not yeah actually out there which puts the scorpio in a position where those tvs will be half price when this thing comes out yeah a 4k tv right now is costing you a lot more than three to six grand yeah Yeah. for a good one yeah then what you can just pick up a 25 inch hd tv 200 bucks so grandpa lee is going to weigh in here and say uh graphics don't matter have, have not mattered to me yeah in so long uh, and and it could be you know you start you start in the 32 bit 64 bit era of 3D gaming and it, you know as long as you're moving forward as long as something looks comparable to what's currently out you're not I can't remember a game I've sat and looked at and been like that's pretty that like this is a leap forward oh, um, and that was kind of my biggest disappointment with the PS4 and Xbox One period is you pop in Killzone Shadowfall or whatever and you're like huh. This looks like a really good PS3 game. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you're you like, well, graphics have kind of, not plateaued, me, but... Like for me, there's there's some hits, for sure, where graphics are concerned. But... If it mattered to me, I'd play on PC. I would get a, I would yeah. get a really good PC, and I would play my games I'd there. Pay, I'd pay two grand, yeah. two grand for a sick PC, and I'd play games there and just mod the heck out of them. Like, yeah. look at Grand Theft Auto V. Looks completely different with mods on a PC sure. than it can ever look on console. But with that said... I mean, look at games like um, Final Fantasy Thirteen. It's a PS3 game, and it and it's beautiful. But <laughs> you know, that's a generation ago. Yeah. Uh, Killzone, like you said, right? Looks really nice, but I mean, eh? I mean, it runs at what? It that was just my. That was the first right? game I popped in on right. the PS4. Yeah. That's the only no, reason. No, it was I, one of the first yeah. ones that I played. And it look, 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 there's more game, than just but... graphics. There's lighting effects. There's the HDR well, stuff coming for the color. Think and of this. Yeah. some of the best games that I've played in the last couple of years are like pixel graphics. Yeah. I don't need 4k to play, no. to play, you know, like darkest dungeon is not pixel graphics. So, but. so if you're right now hemming and hawing, if the pro is for you, if you're even thinking about it, then it's probably not is yeah. I think the thing I, if, if, if this, you're not decided yeah. on it, right. If you want the most powerful something, uh, okay. and you know, you're paying more for, for just a, a frog hair, more power. Uh, if, if we could, you know, PG 13 it up for a second, yeah. uh, that, that's maybe the pro is for you. If you haven't picked up a PlayStation yet and you've been a PC gamer and you want to get into consoles, maybe the PlayStation 4, 4K or Pro is for you. Uh, but then they're, they're mudding the, the water a little bit. So Rise of the Tomb Raider is coming out the, to the day, a year after it came out on Xbox One. So yeah. PlayStation 4 players are going to get Rise of the Tomb Raider. And in that game, on the, PlayStation, on, on the PlayStation 4, you have a graphical setting choice. You can lock it at 30 frames and they load in more textures... Or you go 45 to 60 frames and they take out the textures. Console gaming, the whole point of it was optimized gaming. I throw in the disc and I play the game. It is optimized for this console. The thing it has over PC games is my first 45 minutes playing it isn't mucking with the settings 
and rebooting the game and seeing until I get it the way I like it. Mm-hmm. Now they've taken that away. Uh, and if the, if that's the route that you're going with this PlayStation 4 Pro, I'm I like I said, I will get a PC. I don't need. I want my console games to be my console games. I want my PC games to be my PC games. If graphics matter to you, th- this thing is going to be, you know, marginally more powerful than the PlayStation 4. It is more powerful. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Uh, but as of right now, their mission statement is there will be nothing available on 4K on the PlayStation 4 Pro that isn't available on the vanilla PlayStation. So there won't be a mode, for example, that's <laughs> locked if you're on the OG PlayStation. Yeah. At least at first. Yeah, at uh, first is the big kind of thing there. So, so that's my thoughts on that. The PlayStation 4 Slim, a cool little console. You get one of two cool. great games with it. I like the rounded corners. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the thing with the subscription fee, I mean, you know what? To be quite honest, I have not paid the full year subscription fee for quite a while. Just pay it as you need it. Uh, yeah, like I'll go a month or two without PlayStation Plus, and then I'll just uh, buy the three-month like, yeah. re-up. If that goes up to, like right now, it's 17 or $18 for us. It's going to be 25 that's not that bad. That's not a that's not a big enough jump yeah. for me to be upset about. Absolutely. So it, it sucks, but you know it is. And there it is. and it it has never been more apparent that when Xbox does anything to their cards or their prices, they they halt the uh, shipping of those said items. PlayStation is doing no such thing. They're like, oh, it's hot now because people are renewing their subscriptions for forty nine ninety nine in lieu of them going up in price. Yeah. So their membership sales right now are through the goddamn roof. Yeah. Uh, and. Again, if they could point to one thing they're going to improve, download speeds. They're getting as good as Steam. Okay, shit. Take my money. Uh, 20 bucks over the course of the year so things download instantly instead of me having to wait literal hours. And it's first world problems, I understand. You download something on Steam, it's giving you your bandwidth speed you didn't even know you had. You download something on the PlayStation 4, it's a crapshoot how fast it's going to well, go. Well, I mean, okay. That, that's a whole world that I deal with at, at work. Yeah. But really what it comes down to is Sony's infrastructure. Like Sucks. They, you, <laughs> you, you're, you could have, in your house, you could have a... You could have fiber wire. Google fiber. Uh, like, president, the President yeah. of the United States internet connection. But it's but Sony caps you yeah. at a max download speed. Based, on the down, based entirely yes. on what download. Yeah. Like, certain downloads will go fast. I don't know how. Uh, others will I don't not. know how it goes. Uh, I've yeah. heard weird things where like people notice that their stuff downloads faster while the PlayStation's in rest mode. Uh, that like you it know, downloads if, faster if, if you're looking a, at the download. If you're yeah, not playing a game yeah, while it's downloading, if it's, yeah. Uh, if it's a full moon on a Thursday, yeah. The uh, wind's coming from the south. You yeah. might get a fast download yeah. speed. So there's that. But whatever. Uh, Sony just doing Sony things. That's cool. Um, yeah. Whatever. Rob. What is what is? Let's not uh, stretch out this conversation because we want actually to keep this. Uh, oh my god! Uh, we want to keep this podcast kind of uh, curt, so to speak. Sure. What is your number one most anticipated game coming out before the end of the year? Oh, well, there's only two of them that I really wanted to play this year. Left. Which is what? XCOM Two. Yeah, console. console. Right away. Uh, pretty. That's out. Like next I week? Think it's out next <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah, I think I might have to sell like a liver or something so I can. One of your two it. livers. Yeah. yeah, been been saving it just for extra time too. <laughs> um, but actually, though, because you know, ninety dollar video game. Are you gonna rename all your characters after wrestlers? No, I name them all after people I know. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, man, you, you were, died. <laughs> I think you were. Uh, I think you were like Lee Molerat Squarek. Is the other? The tell me the other game is Xenoverse Two. Tell me that's the other Absolutely game. Absolutely not. Unabashedly. <laughs> no. 
Uh, the other Skyrim game, Special Edition? The other game is actually Final Fantasy XV. Okay. I'm excited for that. Um, oh, boy. But, I'm, <laughs> but I'm, like, I'm, like, scared that I'm excited about it, you know? Um, but I think those are the only two that I'm really, really excited about. But I'm... Um, that said, though, there's stuff on my radar that I'm I'm really kind of into. Uh, stuff that just came out or is about to come out, like, um, you know. Uh, Let me write it down. I'm gonna I'm gonna just shout out the uh, let's say the double A plus games before yeah, the end of the yeah, year here. Yeah. Uh, so FIFA's coming out. Forza nope. Horizon three. No, don't care about that. <laughs> uh, Sonic Boom Fire and Ice baby. Oh my. XCOM God. two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this that's September 27th, by the way. So you have another week before okay. XCOM two. Thank God. Uh. Yokai Watch 2 is coming out here oh. as two different versions. Uh, we have Mafia 3. Oh, that uh, should be a big deal. A new actually. Paper Mario is coming out. Oh, man. Uh, have you seen the graphics for the new Paper Mario? I have. There's this thing floating around Reddit right now where there's an, uh, an ability in the new Paper Mario where, like, um, Mario does some sort of thing where you, you, like, it's like a lemon juice status or something. Okay. Where uh, it, like, blinds your enemies, I guess. Like, uh, blind status in regular RPGs. But when he uses it, the background of the game turns into a kitchen. Yeah. And it's all CG. And there's a lemon that just, like, floats into the air. And then it cuts. And <laughs> then it, like, squeezes into their eyes. Sure. But it looks super realistic. Yeah. And it's, like, it's actually super impressive with how it's done. Uh, look for that clip if you can. It's really neat. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders, which is looking kind of cool, admittedly. No. Uh, no? Okay, sorry. My bad. Yeah. Uh, Gears of War 4. No. Rise of the Tomb Raider on the PS4. Hey. WWE 2K17. Absolutely not. Uh, we have all the VR games, of course, coming with PlayStation no, VR. Those don't exist. Uh, they're making a Shadow Warrior 2. That's not Which real. is kind of ill-advised. What Shadow Warrior? Uh, we're going to have Batman Return to Arkham. Oh, uh, okay. Battlefield 1, Civilization 6. Batman Return 6. to Arkham. Huge, huge problem with that. Wait till the ATC. <laughs> Continue. World of Final Fantasy. No. Uh, Xenoverse 2. Don't Just care. Dance 2017. Definitely don't care. Uh, Berserk, which I believe is going to be called Guts in North America. Oh, oh, Berserk. Uh, yeah. The, based on the anime. Based on the animo. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Uh, Skyrim Special Edition. Meh. There's some kind of uh, Friday the 13th game they're trying to get out for Halloween. Uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Uh, Mario Party Star Rush. Sword Art Online, the second game to release in North no, America. Hopefully it's as uh, good as the Vita. Assassin's Creed's putting out the Ezio collection on the same day that they're putting out uh, Watch Dogs 2. What about the movie? What about the movie? <laughs> Pokemon Sun and Moon, Final Fantasy XV, Gravity Rush 2, Steep, Super Mario Maker for 3DS, Dead Rising 4, Last Guardian, Yakuza 6 in Japan. Uh, and that kind of takes us through the end of the year. So for me, uh, Pokemon, obviously one of my most anticipated yeah, games. Last but I, I really want to play Watch Dogs 2. I really? really hate everything I've seen about Watch Dogs 2 in, in regards to the, char- the characters. Surprised. Yeah. I, I like my hackers to be a little more serious and dangerous sure, than goofy assholes that yeah, are breaking the law. I'm pretty sure that my Watch Dogs 1 save file only needed like three trophies to finish it off. Yeah. I feel like I was also very deep in that game that and one, just stopped. There's one trophy that's like impossible to get. It's super annoying. Uh, I will play Mafia 3. Uh, absolutely I will. But... Uh, for my money, those other ones. I've are... never played uh, mafia game. Okay, well, there's no better time I mean, to start. I'm Italian, so so it's like you I lived guess it. every day. You're, I yeah, every day is game. the mafia game for you. Uh, so let's run down some quick news uh, from the past a little bit here, and then get to the ACT and the uh, key item, and then out of here, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so of course, Sonic Mania was announced at a Sonic event with t- oh, another Sonic game. Mania is going to be a digital release. However, Atlas and Sega are putting out a really cool collector's edition that'll be eighty nine ninety nine in Canada. How excited did you get for that, dude? <laughs> so I came out of E three. If you remember listening to the other podcast, saying that Atlas is going to save Sonic, and every turn they have done is is we're, we're doing it. 
They made a, uh, a statue of Sonic that's sitting on an old-school 16-bit Sega Genesis that makes the Sega sound when you put the power button. Sega! Uh, a Sega Mania cartridge that has a golden ring on the inside. A copy of the game, of course, and it all comes in a really neat box. Uh, and that game, of course, looks like Sonic CD. So, I'll play it. Sure, I will. Uh, so, that's looking cool. Kojima's Death Stranding. Kojima came out and said that uh, it's an open-world action game that will connect players. And then he... Promptly opened a uh, a door and disappeared behind it and has never been seen since then. So uh, I hope he's never seen it. He he emerged just to let us know about. I that. don't care about Kojima, man. I th- I I I feel kind of bad for everything that happened with him at Konami, but like he was the highest profile developer person in the video game industry that was hurt by Konami's total upheaval from the video game industry. Yeah. Uh, however, they are putting out Metal Gear Survivor. No. Uh, which, who knows what the hell that is. That's going to be it. Uh, That's gonna, even if it's a good game, people are going to crap on it because they are mad about... I'll, I'll stop Kojima. at if it's a good game, I will be astonished. Uh, uh, yeah. But let's wait and see. Because I'm getting an Operation Raccoon City vibe from it, and that's yeah, no too. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To quote, to quote I Sonic I just, the Hedgehog. I, the whole Kojima thing, I mean... Great, keep making games. I hope people enjoy them, but I don't care about it. <laughs> but not me. Yeah. Uh, longtime Blizzard Entertainment employee Chris Metzen has retired from the company he joined more than twenty years ago. Great. Creative director, is it? He's the creative director. Yeah. Uh, so he would have worked on. Uh, so Metzen, who is serving as the senior vice president of story and franchise development at Blizzard, says he's retiring from the game studio to focus on his family. Metzen said he's not leaving uh, the home of Warcraft, Starcraft, and Diablo to join a new studio like some of his former Blizzard colleagues. Uh, but to slow down and rest. So this is uh, interesting. Yeah, he's not quitting the thing he was at for so long to go do something else like everyone yeah, else is. Done. This guy's retired from the video yeah. game industry, which is super interesting. I uh, met since Farewell letter he, ta- letter, he talked about his earliest days at Blizzard's getting to create the company's fictional worlds and the future of game... De- uh, what? And uh, the future of the game developer. Uh, he's 42. Uh, he worked on some of their earliest titles, including Justice League Task Force and Warcraft Orcs and Humans. He later helped create the lore behind Blizzard's Diablo and StarCraft games, mm-hmm. penning stories and scripts for their fictional universes, and voiced some of the company's best-known characters. For being attacked. <laughs> that was, that's him. Job done. Uh, so, farewell to you, sir, and thank you. Yeah. For all the stuff. Uh, Fallout 4 and Skyrim are not getting mods on the PS4 because Sony says no. Man. That's this was going to be in my ATC, uh, and it was going to be me uh, pointing a middle finger at Sony. Again, for just arbitrarily saying that Bethesda could do something. And when Bethesda came back to them, they're like, okay, let's do it. It's ready to go live. Sony's like, mm, This might cause problems. This might cause problems, because our network is, uh, sh- is shit. Uh, so but, uh, we, we don't need people uh, uploading charge, their own. Maybe if we charge Maybe if we charge people more, we can fix it. <laughs> but don't tell them that's what we're going to do. Just charge them more. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda previously announced that it would bring modding to both the Xbox One and PS4 versions of these games. And while Xbox One players of Fallout 4 have been altering the Wasteland to their leisure for months now, there's just uh, Macho Man, uh, Death Claws, and, and uh, any number of things. PS4 players will have to uh, have made the wait... Uh, PS4 players have been made to wait impatiently. Just a few weeks ago, the company said that the PS4 mods are still under valuation, implying that little movement had been made on getting mod support running on the console. Yet Sony has consistently denied the modding update for uh, Fallout 4 based on factors that Bethesda has not disclosed. So, I'm thinking we're somewhere close to the mark. Uh, Microsoft has seized on the opportunity to go in on Sony, quickly publishing a series of tweets highlighting the Xbox One's mod support. Again, Xbox One's got it. Backwards compatibility? Remember that? Remember whenever we shit on Microsoft, and then they ended up being the first one at it to get backwards compatibility? I mean... Remember mods on console? I mean, and how cool that plan was? Technically, I'm playing games on my PS4 that are two generations old. Sure, that you have to repay for. 
Well, I didn't own the game in the first place. So, you're paying for it. First time. <laughs> Anyways, uh, real quick. The Last Guardian has slipped from its October 25th release date to December 6th. Uh, please, please don't get your hopes up for that game. Please don't. <laughs> I think that Shadow of, Shadow of the Colossus and Ico and... That's it. I think that that's those and, and what will be The Last Guardian, I think that's a type of game that people want, but I don't think that people realize won't work anymore. Uh, but, but you know, on the, on the heels of that, a game we didn't talk about, ReCore, is straight up a game out of 2004. Man. Uh, and is really cool for the first little bit until you realize that the game is unfinished and it becomes broken. That's fine. Uh, with hard crashes and you can't actually... I like jank in video games. I like when things go awry. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. It makes me remember that I'm playing video games. Uh, and But when a, game, when a game crashes and doesn't let you proceed, that's, that's different. That's a different thing altogether. Never played. Yeah, I agree, Ziggy. Uh, my cast just making all the noise. Uh, so we talked about the Pokemon Go Plus already. So you know what? It's time to do uh, take a quick break. And uh, my meter's charged. I don't know about yours. Let's hit the ATC and the key item and uh, and go home. Alright, Rob. I, uh, I'm just going to try to catch the end of the football game here with uh, the whole pox at his place. So. It's the ATC. I think I've kind of given it to Sony as much as I wanted to uh, in this particular show. Yeah. But you look like you have a furrowed brow, and you have you have some things to say. Let's start with Batman, Batman Return to Arkham. What do you have to oh say? Oh my god. I have never been a big fan of Batman games, really. I mean, I played all three of <laughs> so you're them. you're not playing Telltale Batman? I played all four of the Batman Arkham yeah. games. Um, man, the fact that they're like trying to cash in on this again is is to me worse it's worse of a money cow situation than that of pokemon in my opinion it's like i it, i think it's actually well, what it comes down not, to is like are you talking about like the 3ds re-release because nah, nah, those are six dollars i mean <laughs> I, let me let me let me re re-explain here essentially i guess what bothers me so much about it is actually not that the games themselves are are neither good nor bad in my opinion they're just they're okay but it's it's the perception that like they're like the best things in sliced bread i have just like a hate boner for those games well they they were influential in the in the game industry obviously at the time and, and, they, and still, they, there's still ripples. Battle like, systems are, are the, the combat system has yeah, been actions, been used yeah. in Sleeping Dogs in all these other games. Uh, so it kind of reestablished. Yeah, I, think, I think Assassin's Creed did it first. I think that uh, I think Assassin's it, Creed's not quite as as snappy. No, but I, you took the building blocks of Assassin's Creed and and went with that to yeah. get a, uh, to get to the Arkham games. Which whatever, let's call it the Arkham or Batman battle system, whatever you want to call it. That's great, but I mean the story. In the same way that God of War invented QTEs and not yeah, Shenmue. The story yeah. is just <laughs> I can't stand it, man. Yeah, and so I, so I the, don't understand why everyone loves these games as much as they do. I don't understand. They establish a cool mood. Like Arkham Asylum is by far my favorite 
it's for, cool, for that, it's, it yeah. almost has like the the writing is weak. You don't do Batmany things. Uh, is always been my well, problem with it. You you want uh, I don't everyone has a different. But maybe Telltale is my game then. Maybe if I want maybe more of a narratively driven Batman game. Yeah, uh, I'm just kind of over Batman and superhero stuff at I'm, the moment. I'm just over Batman. I'm over. I want to come over back, Batman, but uh, I'm this... over Batman. I'm not. Uh, as we know him in video games, yeah, I'm not over Batfleck. I like I like Ben Affleck's Batman. Sure, uh, he's gonna be fighting Deathstroke. Yeah, your boy. Weird. Uh, did not see that coming. No. By the way, yeah. I was like, oh, they looked at the entire Batman Rogues Gallery and they're like, who no, could fight him on <laughs> yeah. who could, who's another old man who could fight old Affleck? Yeah, ah, uh, that guy from True Blood, Slade Wilson. Yeah, that's right, Slade Wilson. Uh, anyway, um, I'm tired of Batman in video games. I'm really, really. Really tired of the Joker. I don't care about the Joker anymore at all. Uh, you know, Jared he's, Leto. Uh, he's Jared Leto's my boy. He's fucked out. Is that what you're trying yeah, to say? I'm, yeah, I'm tired of the Joker. I, I I love the Joker as a character when he's used sparingly. Yep. Because I think that he should operate in the shadows until he's ready to do his thing. He's got a plan. He doesn't yep. need to to be up front in and in everyone's face all the time. I don't like that that version of the Joker. I don't like that he is the uh the the basically the the guy who's behind everything at the end of every every yeah. game. Like you can make a Batman game without the Joker. I've said it uh, probably a thousand times. I'll say it a thousand more, but it, it's it's so frustrating that the storytelling in the Arkham games just keeps going back to like, oh, Cyclical. you'll never guess yeah. who it was. It's even, the Joker. Even Batman Origins gives you the tease that you're not going to see the Joker and then they can't help themselves and give you Joker. Not even look at the the newest one. Arkham Knight? Yeah. When he's like in your brain talking yeah. to you. Yeah. He's like, guess what, guys? The Joker's dead. You killed him in the last game. Yeah. But now he but lives in your mind. He's <laughs> yeah. here for the whole game. And you end up doing a thing at the end of the game with him anyway. And it's like... I just, uh, he's not that, he's not, he's not the character. They also had their last chance to tell a Batman story and told the most obvious Batman story of all time, where they tried to add some mystery to who is this Arkham Knight. Anyone who's opened a Batman comic in the last 20 years was like, like, we know who it is. Uh, Could it possibly be? (laughs) I just, man, the whole thing with the Joker drives me insane. I um I think that it's awful, a lazy, <laughs> lazy, lazy storytelling. I could, I would, I could write for fifty bucks a better story with with no pen. I'll I'll freehand it verbally. Yeah, we record it. Record it. Send it off. You're to welcome. The, yeah, and then with <laughs> a little "you're welcome" memo attached to it, dude. Seriously. Step your game up, God. Uh, so who else? That was that was a scathing attack on uh, Warner I Brothers Rocksteady for their Batman. I hate the storytelling. What uh, what else do you got? What else do I got? I don't like people who give indie devs a hard time. That's what I, I'm, that's what I'm gonna. Why say. do you have to? Why do you say specifically indie devs? Why can't we Anybody, say if you're harassing because, anyone over their job because of something? Okay, so I guess we should we should delve more into that statement. Yeah, when I say giving them a hard time. It's it's multifaceted. So there's the people who uh, the whole thing going way back to what's his face with Fez, Phil Fish. Sure. Uh, people sending him death threats, telling him like all sorts of stuff like that, uh, being overly critical of his game. Um, 
there and and basically making that guy not want to have anything to do with video games anymore. I think that that's kind of the start of all this. But also with social media and stuff, we we didn't used to have a face. Yeah, you never uh, used to have it a was, platform. It was a game by it. Nintendo, so you could say mm-hmm. crap about Nintendo. You're not Absolutely. mentioning somebody by name. But when, when a Phil Fisher or Sean Murray puts themselves out yeah. there personally, yeah, they're, uh, they're, it's coming back at them. Sure. Yeah. And there is a degree of, of celebrity involved um, in these situations. Yeah. And, and, you know, rightly so, because these guys are doing amazing things in a, a lot of cases. But it's still, to this day, bothersome to see how, like... There's there's this um, <clears throat> I I guess I, the best way I can put it is like I wish that I could love something so much that I hate it <laughs> because that's what these people seem to be like is like they people who love video games so much that they can turn on a dime and hate the very thing that they claim to love. That exists or hate the people who in, are making... in most industries, sure. uh, let's say tangentially related to Comic-Con, mm-hmm. where I can't do it myself, but if you're going to do it, you better, you do, better it. do it right. Yeah. Uh, and No Man's Sky suffered from that, because like, oh, is this the game? I, I think it's this game. I think it's going to have this, this, and you're, yeah. you're making these expectations uh, that are completely baseless, and when the thing comes out, and it's, it's shit, uh, you you take it personally yeah. and you go, you're like, I know the name of the person. I can make sure he sees my words. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to tell him I'm going to kill him. And yeah. that's or to that, what or end? That he yeah. should kill himself or yeah. that he's a piece of garbage and that how, how can he sleep at night and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And the list goes on. And it's like, man, there are so many other things like you and I have worked in the, in, you were still Come working in the video game industry. Um, yeah. I mean, you don't make games, but you know, you help distribute them and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I worked in that industry too. Um, we both have played video games for our whole lives, but uh, I've never sent a tweet to a developer saying, "Hey, kill yourself." Uh, you know this game sucks. Yeah. You should probably consider putting a gun in your mouth. And the the only time I remember sending a, a tweet specifically to someone is I sent a tweet to John Vignocchi when uh, Disney Infinity came out, mm-hmm. and it was hard crashing on the PS3 before that save point, and yeah. your save would get corrupted. You'd have to uninstall it from your hard drive and reinstall it. And for the first week, I couldn't play that game. I bought mm-hmm. it, went out day one, bought it, bought a bunch of toys, couldn't play the game. So I tweeted, "I'm like very disappointed. Uh, what, you know, is this being looked into? Is this being fixed?" Dude tweets me back. Looking into it, uh, wait for this this patch number, try again. Sure enough, Bad. patch comes out, it works. See, uh, and that's that's the way to do it. Yeah. Is to say, like, there's a difference but between you're, expressing you're, you're, disappointment. Like, patience is a virtue. Absolutely. Uh, where everything that we are saying comes, it, when it comes down to the game delays, and now you're going to you're gonna send a death threat because unforeseen circumstances pushed a game back. You know, yeah. things will happen when they're meant to happen. Hopefully, in a perfect world, that game delay means that that game comes out that much better. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. True. Uh, look, you know, we're going to see what, what happens to Last Guardian later this year. That game was a game that started production on, like, the late PS2, and it's coming out on the PS4 that many years later, and you're expecting it to be God's gift of video games when the studio's got, what, a 1 and 2 record for nailing it. Uh, mm-hmm. Manage your expectations. Uh, and if something's too expensive for you, and you feel you're going to be personally slighted by paying money for something, don't wait for it, it to drop in yeah, price. Don't buy it. Uh, Journey. People played. There are people who played Journey. Like, oh, one of the best games I played that year. Totally yeah. worth the fifteen dollars. There are people who got that game free on PlayStation Plus. Was like, it was only two hours and it sucked. Yeah. Uh, so t- to each their own. Yeah, and yeah. that's going to be you know the two hours and it sucked crowd. 
can be vocal yep. and, and loud and annoying. Um, and it doesn't reflect everybody. But the problem is that the only people talking about Journey at that point are the people complaining about yep. it. Or the, or the majority of them are. And that's what sucks. Or, or Metacritic user reviews where exactly. there's the crowd rating the game positively and the crowd rating the game negatively. Yep. No one's... Everybody's got a hot take. Everybody it maybe hasn't even played the game and they're, and they're posting about it. Uh, it's all useless now. It's all yeah. meaningless. And, it's, uh, and that's, I mean, it's, uh, it's the, the pissing, best. It's yeah. like pissing into a sea of piss. You, you want to be an asshole anything. and try to prevent another consumer from playing a game that they really want to play? Post a sixty-point review on Metacritic with actual criticisms of the game. Yeah, I will take that more seriously than the zero would never play again an abortion of video yeah. games. Well, not even you, you know? don't even need to do sixty, and 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 even if you're. Like like you said, like if, if the three star posting, review is so yeah. much more meaningful. Like, yeah. it's like the level headed like, review. Yeah, it's like uh, like going and reading up. Uh, you open up a newspaper and you read a, uh, something from a movie critic. What the movie critic is saying is their take on why the movie was not good. What what things happened in the movie that were not good. You're you're reading somebody, uh, probably a consumer's perspective on something they just consumed so that's the thing it's usually not a movie a movie critic seeing movies for free a game critic is getting their games for free sure Uh, but well okay not a consumer but they're thinking of it from the consumer's mind um with that said it's not someone who makes movies who is reviewing the movie giving you a technical explanation as to why the movie sucked and what an assessment better yeah like they're not saying and and i'll challenge you this worked for them this didn't work for them i will challenge you to find a review for a movie or a game that says this is what they did in this that didn't that i didn't like here are some things they could do better yeah uh, and here are some suggestions based on what i've played or watched that that uh would lead to a better experience in my opinion that that's rare to find because people just want to do the uh this game sucks i would not recommend buying it and then uh kill yourself sean murray type of thing you know (laughs) it's like i'm gonna isolate that sound clip yeah Yeah. no it's 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 crazy it's actually crazy and and like i said i wish i you know i wish i could care something about something enough to the point where i hate it yeah Uh, i don't i can't i don't have the capacity within me i'm to to say horrible things to people i don't know because they you know i bought something for eighty dollars and they are one part of uh, a 20 yeah team. and it's amplified by things like kickstarter it's amplified Absolutely. by crowdfunding where people believe now they have some slice of the game production mm-hmm. but like i i bought in so if yeah. you're not doing the thing i like yeah, I'm uh, a shareholder yeah like money number nine was terrible for that when they were hiring people on they were specifically calling out people by name like you should fire this person uh i am a kickstarter for 30 dollars and i have some sway uh so let's leave that at there that's the 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 that, negativity yeah, that, in the video game industry go, that could go, go on, on forever we could talk about it forever but it sucks don't buy into it man uh the thing yeah. i always tell people is d- don't get on that that hate train don't mm. pay any attention to it like what you like yeah. uh follow who you like you know if it's us that's a mistake uh but you know f- find someone on the internet that has a voice that's similar to yours if you want a hot or take a, if you want a, their impression of something yeah, or even yeah. a voice that's contradictory to yours yeah. but you but you uh respect them and they're and we're living in an age now where people can't handle that uh yeah. you know if 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 i see a review online uh mm-hmm. from a, from people i like reviewing a movie i like mm-hmm. and i fire it up and they don't like the movie there are people who would turn off the review at that point. They don't yeah. want to hear the thing they like criticized. Yeah. On the flip side, if you see something and you hate it, you want 
people with a similar opinion to just hate on it and you can just drink it in, man. Justify your opinion. There's a crazy uh, other kind of mindset where it's like, um, I think it's generational, really, but it's like when we have somebody disagree with us, um, a lot of us take it personally. Like, like if you're saying, man, I love Echo the Dolphin, I'm like, Echo the Dolphin's the worst game I've ever played. We're both right. We're both right because yeah. <laughs> it's an opinion. But people people act like, uh, you know, I'm attacking you by saying I didn't like Echo the Dolphin. Nope. And then it's not, it's not the case, but... That's part it's of the whole thing, it, right? It's how you say it, right? That's what it is. Whatever, man. It, you you go on forever about <laughs> it. Uh, end of the day, like you said, um, you know, follow people who you like and uh, who, or whose opinions you respect. In my in my situation here, I've really not paid much attention to the gaming industry for the last year. Uh, I've been I've kept at arm's length, maybe a bit further, and uh, it's it's one of these situations where it's like. It's been probably the easiest year of of my uh, of my like video game life, so to speak. To play I'm, the games as they come out. Yeah, I'm the, not reading people. I, I love the anymore. moment I stop paying attention to release dates and just let them wash over me. Like my job al- makes me do that, mm-hmm. but at a certain point, I'm not anticipating games. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's out now. Yeah, like oh. when No Man's Sky got delayed, I'm like, thank friggin' god, I've got other things to do. Do you know like, what what helped me the most? What's that? Not reading other people's comments on no on like news posts or social media or whatever it was about other games oh it's a waste it's a waste of your life yeah waste of time waste of life and and think about this anytime somebody argues with you about a video game or how something anything on social media on a website yeah what are you doing this reminds me of uh, adam kroll's plan for a reality show wherein he finds people who thumbs down porno videos yeah and asks them for their reasoning Exactly uh, on on what they didn't like about the porno video, and uh, but they they did they did want enough to uh, to leave a comment to say uh, this sucks or she's fat, uh, but but not you know mm-hmm. uh, who is that person is I think what we're getting at. Uh, well, and like and what are you gonna and did they always the exist? The yeah. And now they just have the platform. Uh, yeah. You know what? Let's break with the negativity. I've got this thing I want to open for you. Hopefully a dog heard that because I think it was pretty quiet. Uh, I can't believe this wasn't already on there. I was going to put Animal Crossing for the GameCube on. But uh, because living in a house is Animal Crossing, uh, I took my dog for a walk. I looked at how my grass was doing, so I watered it. I've got rain barrels in the back that got filled yesterday because there was a little drizzle. Uh, And you basically just harvest moon around your house. Uh, You're like, oh, shit, it's raining. Better bring the dog in and go to sleep early or I'll be sick tomorrow. Uh, That shit all becomes very real. Uh, So... That game's already been inducted. We don't need to induct Animal Crossing. Harvest Moon, I'll leave to you, because that's a game I don't have a lot of affinity for. I love Harvest Moon. I think we may have already put it in, too. Uh, but I'm going to talk about something we've talked about all podcasts long, and that's Pokemon Red and Blue versions. Are not, you know, not currently in. Uh, and I think at episode 43, if a better place than ever to, to, to bring these in. Uh, so what can I tell you about Pokemon Red and Blue version? Released in North America... 96? In, in 98... At least in Japan in 96. Really? So in Japan, it was red and green version, and then they did blue version as a special edition, yeah, where yeah. they changed the sprites and changed some things about the game. The blue yeah. version in Japan is what our red and blue version was based on. Mm-hmm. Later, we uh, they, of course, released the yellow version in Japan, which was a special edition of those three versions, came over here kind of as is. Um, 
The game was a huge success. It was backed by a anime that had a bunch of episodes in the kitty, the Pokemon card phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you remember the first Pokemon movie and the the goddamn zeitgeist around that. Uh, exciting stuff, man! Oh, I, have I remember played... that first Pokemon movie. Hell yeah! I remember bawling your eyes out. Yeah, Pikachu trying to get Ash to stop being a rock, <laughs> stop being dead. <laughs> uh, the game takes place in the Kanto region. Of course, it originally had 151 Pokemon. Mew was only attainable through uh, public events like Toys R Us, or in Japan they had different. Things. Had a Mew. Yeah, had a Mew. Yeah. Legit uh, Mew. Mew can be obtained legitimately in the game by doing a certain set of things, which is replicable on the. Uh, on the 3DS, as is missing no. All that stuff is in the 3DS yes, version. They didn't port. change it at all. Direct port. Uh, except for the trade stuff, where they've actually added their own thing on top of it, where you can quickly, wirelessly, trade with a friend with your 3DS, which is fantastic. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, the game, of course, uh, if you've played a recent Pokemon game and haven't ever played the original Pokemon Red and Blue, had a single special stat, meaning any Pokemon with a high special stat not only had high attack, but also high defense, making Slowbro with his amnesia one of uh, the more formidable opponents in the game. Uh... You know, certain moves did nothing in the original release. Something like Focus Energy, which was supposed to increase your critical hit rate, did nothing in the original release of the game. There were uh, other moves that comboed really well in the original game mm-hmm. as well. Like Leech Seed. A lot of seed. quirks. Leech Seed and Toxic. Hell yeah. Ooh. I still use that yeah. in, in Alpha Sapphire. I just made a, a Venusaur tank that just yeah. Leech Seeds and, and Toxic. And all it is uh, just... There's a new move called Venoshock that does double damage, poison damage, if a Pokemon is suffering, uh, suffering a status effect. So I just sit back and destroy you. Uh, yeah, so for the 20th anniversary, as we said, they uh, they re-released them on the 3DS Virtual Console. Uh, what more can I say about this game that hasn't been said? The story is solid. It's all you need. Eight badges. You're a young Pokemon trainer trying to make your way in the world. You have to destroy the Elite Four. Your asshole rival, Gary, or Blue, or Red, or whatever you call him, is always... Uh, a little step ahead of you so you want to beat the Elite Four you want to catch all the Pokemon which of course you have to trade between the versions to do as certain Pokemon were version exclusive you have to catch your legendary birds Uh, you have to trade with someone who had a different starter Pokemon than you all kinds of stuff in this game uh, led to you know we were talking about Pokemon Go and how how it brought people together Pokemon Red and Blue kind of did the same thing uh, as kids yeah as kids man it's like you got a Sandshrew I got an Ekans let's make it happen Uh, you got a brand new Pro Roller Skates I got a brand new Key Uh, so uh, you know, you, you tumble Team Rocket as well. Uh, some of the dungeons of the game I have I had completely forgotten when I got to them on the 3DS. Didn't want to look yeah. up what to do. So uh, the Cinnabar Mansion, for example, oh, when you push man. the switches on the, on yeah. the statues. Again, the, really the, easy the, once you actually attempt it. But yeah. when you're just kind of screwing around in the mansion, you're like, how the hell did you do this again? Yeah. Oh, the one uh, with the teleport pads? Uh, the gym? Yeah. The, uh, there's the teleport pads in the Saffron Gym, and then there's yeah. the rocket hideout that had the, the yeah. spinny things. Yeah, the spinny things. Yeah. That was annoying. Uh, so fantastic game, uh, you know, I- iconic uh, music in the game as well. A real, yeah. you know, really put the Game Boy on the on the map. Not that it wasn't super popular already, but estab- reestablished it as the leading handheld platform essentially at that point. Sorry, Neo Geo. Uh, There's a lot of cool um, things as well that have spun out of the original versions of Pokemon Red and Blue. Uh, a lot of creepy pastas, as we call them. Of course, um, uh, Twitch so Plays Pokemon was a yeah, more recent, yeah. uh, really huge deal in the in the Pokemon. Yeah, that was big. Um, my some of my favorite creepy pastas are like the one about how uh, there was that cartridge with the uh, <laughs> the sound that made people kill themselves or something like that. Oh it yeah, was like a black sure. Pokemon cartridge <laughs> with the ghost town. Uh, oh, Lavender Town. Yeah, Lavender Town. Um, there was that. Um, there's actually also yeah. There's also a theory about how um, Gar- uh, Gary's uh, starter Pokemon dies. Um, oh shit! And it gets replaced by something else. 
Um, there's all sorts of cool stuff to look into. Uh, like, do yourself a favor, and if you're interested in Pokemon um, at all, if you ever really were into it, look into some of the cool stuff. About, so, like some that. cool stuff like that. Like, there was that Majora's Mask one that was uh, super popular that oh, had yeah. that crazy video to accompany it, too, which was super neat. Oh, the uh, game, the... Uh, Th- things like that, just theorists one. yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- things like that, uh, you they know, lend, o- always a little bit to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's made up shit, yeah. it doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, so, Pokemon Red and Blue versions, fantastic games. I have probably played through Pokemon Red more than any other game in existence. Yeah. I think it was safe to say. I put I put at least 150 yeah. hours in that game. And, sure. uh, and and just like I like Majora's Mask more than Ocarina of Time, I may like Pokemon Gold and Silver more than Red and Blue, but only because. That first game is so such a solid foundation, yeah. and the second game kind of builds on it in all the right ways. Well, I I agree, um, and and the crazy thing about gold and silver for me when I played those um, was when you when you beat the elite four, and then you can go back to Kanto. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Iwata blew made that happen. Mind. He's yeah. like, you know, if you move this shit over here, you can fit a whole another half a game, and they're like, what? Yeah, and he made that shit happen. I, 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 the fact that that happens at the end of the when you thought you're done, and you're like, and "There's I'm a like, whole game like, waiting for oh you." Oh my god! Yeah, I'm not even close to being done. Uh, yep. that just completely like I didn't even. Know and you get to, to see you. One of my like, you want to get me into a game? You release an area from a game. Okay, so you know, uh, I'm trying to think of another example of this. They show you Kanto. You go to Kanto on the train. Yeah, and you get to see all these places in the future of the game you previously played. And it's enough in the future that things have changed. You're so familiar with these maps, yeah. but things are, are minutely different. Yeah, slightly. Just that's, slightly. That's one of the things you can do in a video game that will always get me super excited mm-hmm. for it. I, I don't know what it is about it, but... That, like, oh, man, I remember that. I oh, dig the oh shit out of that. God. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. my God. More so than remaking a game, yeah. setting a game, and going back to an old oh, setting. Oh, look at, like, yeah. um, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Sure. You go back to, what's it called? Liberty City, or... Yeah. 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 Uh, Los Santos. Yeah, yeah. of course. You go back and you're like, oh man, I remember. Hey, I wonder if there's other cities in this game. Nope. Yeah. Uh, it's weird that they never did any traditional DLC for Grand Theft Auto Five, isn't it? It'll probably come. Up. They added so much on, like that online I mode think... is so robust. Did you play any of the tricks, the trick mode? Yeah. All these fucking like loop the loops yeah. and shit. Ridiculous. Uh, Pokemon though. Pokemon though. What was your? Who did you pick? For starter, uh, Charmander is my I think uh, eternal starter. Uh, but I, you know, in all my playthroughs, I've played through as all of the all of them at some I, point. Charmander's uh, OG though. No, Charmander. I've never betrayed Charmander. Who's your favorite Pokemon of the original 150? Cubone. Cubone is mine as well. Yeah. Why Cubone? I I just think that there's something beautifully tragic about about wearing Cubone. your mother's skull on your yeah. head. <laughs> well, if, like you know, I yeah. just, that's just how it's deep. But the weird thing is that like because. Traditionally, if I'm not mistaken, Marowak is considered the mother, right? Yes. But Marowak, the, yeah. but the like bone marrow. But but the Cubone is wearing not a Marowak helmet. No. Like the bone structure looks You're thinking different. too much. That's just like the way that a uh, shelter bites a slowpoke's tail and then becomes a totally different shape. Yeah. It's, don't think about it. Yeah. And then in the anime they addressed it. They're like, the shelter changes shape. That's there weird. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is so strange. That's huh? fucked up. Um, yeah, I think that. Uh, but my 
Do you remember who your who your original lineup that you beat the Elite Four was? Oh, shit. Uh, so there's Pokemon that I always come back to, that I feel I always use. Vaporeon and Lapras are always uh, really good choices in the original games. Yeah. Um, I use Lapras in mine. Yeah. There's, there's, I mean, any psychic type is broken as shit in that original series. So whether it's a Hypno or an Alakazam, I destroyed the Elite Four with a level 20 under-leveled Alakazam. Hmm. He could, like, Lance with a level 65 Dragonite? Ain't no thing. Just psychic him until he's dead. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, you get hurt, guess what? You got recovered. Like, yeah. psychic Pokemon are so utterly broken uh, in, uh, used, in Red and Blue. Uh, I remember I had Lapras. Because um, you get that one in the yeah. game, right? It's like scripted. Yep. Uh, I used a Butterfree. Uh, obviously, I had Charizard. Uh, so, that's three of them. Butterfree's a very powerful Pokemon up front yeah. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Stun Spore. Yeah. Uh, great move. You get confusion, which is yeah. a really handy thing to have because yeah. it's good against everything because it's psychic type. Well, God damn it. And what do you. I mean, I had them. I had. Oh, I had uh, uh, Mr. Mime. Yeah. Wasn't there? Marcel. Yeah, Marcel, the Mr. Mime. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't Miss, It wasn't Marcel, though. It was a different one. You got I, traded from a different version or something? Uh, my, my uncle had like a. Oh, shit. Yeah. He had the Game Shark. Uh, I don't know, maybe. Um, but. I remember Basically. the day I got a Game Shark and me and my buddy were catching Muse. We that might be the top ten times I was excited in my life. Like oh we're my like, God, we, we can, can do it all. We can catch them all. And like really though, the thing that I think that that what the perhaps the most disappointing part about the Pokemon like games for me, yeah, looking back, is I expected something huge to happen when I finally caught them all. There, there's but, very but you, little. But you, <laughs> But you, you get you go to Celadon City, yeah, and the guy's like, "I'm the game creator. The uh, come see me when you catch them all." And he's oh, like, okay. "Hey, you got a Game Boy printer? You can print out the certificate. You That's don't? It. Oh, uh, here's the certificate. You can look at it only when you come see yeah, me. Only the first time yeah. you come see me. And it's like, That's it. That's it. Like I don't. Let I don't, me tell you, as someone who's also caught the Pokemon in Red and Silver, or Red and Silver, Gold, gold and silver, silver, it's exactly Star It's exactly. Star I, got, I got Starmander. Uh, <laughs> did, you catch, did you catch Pika Blue? Uh, yeah, man. I uh, caught Yoshi in Mount Moon. I, oh, yeah. uh, I walked 150 paces south of the sign, and then yeah. I got an egg, a mysterious egg. Yeah. And then you go you go and you find Blaine, and yeah. he's in Mount Moon, and cool. you get to fight him again, but he's got all level 100 Magmars. Oh, and when you beat enough. him, he gives you TM-51, and you teach TM-51 to the egg, and it hatches it into Yoshi. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then you cut the tire on the truck. No, you're supposed to use strength on the truck. Uh, no, you cut the tire. His oh, strength will actually make it so you never get another secret again. Oh. If you cut the tire, it gives you... Um, but what about... Level 500 How are you Pika supposed Blue? to get Blue without moving the truck? You, that's the get, thing. You don't. You just wait. You just got one or the yeah. other. He, it's actually his truck. Blaine's you, truck. Yeah, he's on the SSN. When he comes yeah. back from the cruise, he goes oh, to get back in his truck and, and you catch he, him. Yeah, and then yeah. that's how he gets to Mount Moon is the truck. Yeah. And the, yeah. If you have tire. Yoshi, he automatically joins your team, though. You know oh, yeah. Blaine. Uh, Blake. Throws your team. <laughs> Get into this Pokeball. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you see uh, Professor Oak, and he gives you the... It was always... Another point of contention was always the Pokemon that doesn't get chosen. All the crazy, like, quests you have to do, and then he'll give you the Pokemon that wasn't chosen, or something uh, like that. There's... Fantastic. Seriously, though, look into the theory that Gary's... One of Gary's Pokemon dies. It's actually super cool. Start. I think it's... It's Smell not a starter. Later. It's his, uh... It's one of the first ones that he has. I think it's a Machop or something. No. He definitely never has a Machop. What, what does he have the like second time you see him? Well, he's got a he's got a Spearow. Shit. It might be a Spearow that he, dies. He, you fight him a second time right before the Pokemon League, but it's an optional fight. And I think he has his starter and a Pidgey in red and blue. 
it might be, I think it might be a bird type Pokemon. I don't know, there's this theory about it. Just look up, just Google it. Theory, uh, you know, Gary's Pokemon dies. And Perfect. That's fine. that's how we want to end this game. It's super cool. Anyway, uh, that was a longer show than we intended, uh, but we were just catching up. We will get it back down to a, uh, a tight uh, segmented podcast next time we do this. Uh, we'll probably be recording downstairs in a proper podcasting setup, not just lounging in the living room like a couple of Loungers. fancy lads. Yeah. Uh, well, so if we can find your basement, that's right. <laughs> Go through the gotta give the golden monkey the ticket, and then he calls up the elevator. You take then, the elevator and down. Then you, if yeah. you use strength in the elevator, yeah. though, and then Blaine will let you in. Yeah. Um, anyways, that is the podcast for this week for myself, Lee. Uh, and for Rob, of course, too, you can get uh, reach us at Turnbase Attack on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Turnbase Attack. Our email address is Rob at TurnbaseAttack.com, Lee at TitsTheIceberg, or TurnbaseAttack.com. We'll hit, hit us up. Any questions or talks you have, we want to hear from you. Until then, charge those meters, and we'll be back soon.